Rejoice! Welcome to the Grand DecaCast! Hello and welcome to Journey Through the DecaCast. God damn it, it was it was too good, I laughed. I saw what you did there, because it's the first episode of 2020. It was real good, I understood the joke. Hello and welcome to Journey Through the DecaCast, Grand DecaCast, retrospectively common Rider thing. I'm Shin Garrett. I am Chris Waz. I am still Shin Garrett, probably. <laughs> I no longer have loyalty to Garrett. Oh no! Wait, who's who's my evil evil counterpart half? I I don't know. I forgot to bring one, unfortunately. Oh, cool. But but it's fine because you're still like bedebted to me anyway. Yeah, yeah. I I'm apparently still the only person who has a memory of the previous timeline that we were both in together. Yeah. Well, you see, if if you were in the the Omazeo future, you're fine. Right, right, right. Though, also, um, okay, we should we should start talking about episode forty-one. Probably. Yeah. Okay. So we watched episode forty-one and forty-two of *Common Rider Geo*, entitled and "Geo is Wild." I mean, it has actually been kind of wild for a while now, but like they're really upping the ante at this point. Now it's like super wild. <laughs> and uh, this these episodes were called "2019 World Reset." And 2019 Missing World. Right, yes. Uh, As was established at the end of the previous episode, Zeo got the last watch and got the Grand Zeo powers. And apparently, uh, I wasn't clear if he decided to go confront Oma Zeo right then, or if Oma Zeo sucked him forward in time in order to, you know, he made the choice to confront him then? I believe it's the latter. Yeah. Uh, and and it seems like he took the drive power back from him. I think. Um, that's iffy because well, like it, it seemed like that's it seems like that is what happened. But I would have thought if that actually happened, that should have made Grand Grand Geo also disappear. Yeah, wouldn't Grand Geo not work at that point? And he does use it later in the episode. So yeah, so that's weird. So like, kind of like spoilers. There's a Common Rider drive arc coming up. Oh, there is? Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, he, he's going to go get the drive watch proper. Okay. Well, there has been all sorts of time shenanigans, so, you know, who knows? That's kind of what the show's just kind of, like, coming to the climax of, is, like, time's fucked. I mean, yeah, the last two episodes, uh, which were fun, by the way, I wasn't here to talk about those, but I'm assuming you guys had a good time with them. Yeah, I like them. Yeah, the the Deno monsters are pretty goofy. I gotta say. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think it was as good as like the Kabuto arc. The Kabuto arc was real good. I wasn't there for yeah. that one. Yeah, the Agito Gaim and uh, not Gaim, the Agito uh, Hibiki and Kabuto arcs were all pretty pretty good. Yeah, I like those a lot. But yeah, uh, the Deno stuff was fun. But um, yeah, so <laughs> that had some crazy time shenanigans. 
and including the last time that we saw a uh a regular another writer you know yeah that's true it it, it had been a while since we'd seen like a regular one and then yeah that one's also just even more weird time shenanigans because uh in in the movie if you were if you recall that we watched um Sogo also fights another Deno in that movie. Oh yeah, he did, and did he also met the uh, the Deno's Imagine guys in that movie, didn't he? Yep. But he didn't know them in this one when they showed up. Times <laughs> fucked. Also, the movie isn't <laughs> canon. Well, wait. Doesn't he need to get the Kuga watch still? Then question mark. Because <laughs> if the movie's not canon, he never got that one. Yeah, it's weird. It, it's it's the most geo of of plot holes. <laughs> uh, I need. I I feel like at some point they need to bring up uh the explanation of comic book hypertime that Grant Morrison used for uh, the Kingdom, where it's like all histories are valid. It, it, it's like the reverse of multiverse theory, where there's a bunch of pasts, and they all flow into a present where they can all sort of play into what's going on right now. Yeah, so the Kuga bit was canon, and the rest wasn't. <laughs> sure, sure. I mean, didn't that whole... Who who knows how that got rewritten, to be honest, at the end of that film? <laughs> Right. Yeah, it did have a kind of weird ending, but yeah. So anyway, uh, episode forty-one just straight up opens with Zio and Grand or Oma Zio and Grand Zio having a fight in the desert. They summon they they like summon common writer Pokemon to fight each other. They do and start punching, kicking each other. Uh, I I'm pretty into the summoning writer minions thing. I, I think that's pretty cool. It's a cool gimmick, even though DN did it first in Decade, but whatever. Yeah, uh, and DN does use that power later in this episode he and the next one. But but his power is specifically secondary writer-based. Which I kind of love, actually, because we've spent so much time with the main writers that throwing in the secondary writers is just it's pretty fun. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's like no real change from how DN was in Decade, but that's also just fine. Yeah, I, I, uh, we haven't gotten to that part of decade yet, but DN seems like a he's got a fun power. Oh, also, also, we have met the strongest common rider, decade with gun. <laughs> decade with a gun, yes. Decade. I, with I don't gun think is decade with a gun shows up until next episode. No, he shows up yeah. at the end of this episode. It's decade with assault rifle. Oh, right, right, yeah, uh, yeah, decade hand handgun version is next episode. Yes. I would buy the shit out of that figure. <laughs> so during this initial conflict, uh, uh, Grand Zio rushes at Omazio, and uh, Omazio just does his little hand thing and stops him. Oh, no, wait, no, sorry. He summons a minion of Kamen Rider Drive, sends it at Omazio, and Omazio's like, ah, 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 I'm stealing that back, because apparently Gates had, uh, uh, during his a previous fight with Omazeo, he had managed to knock off the drive watch and and take it or something, I yeah. feel like is what they're establishing here. Or he just stole it. Yeah, stole it, be, took it in a fight, something like that. Which happened. is, like, consistent with, like, the beginning of the show. 
Right. Yeah, he had it when he showed up at the very beginning, so that makes sense. Good job, show. Uh, yeah. Uh, we can. Yeah, that's a some in in show continuity that is kept straight. I guess it might be the, the between only show thing. continuity is wild as fuck, but yeah, the in show stuff relatively makes sense. Um. Yeah. Uh. So, like, these two episodes kind of make me feel like. Like I don't, I don't like when Sogo has Grand Grandio, because like he's just way too cocky with it. Uh, he, yeah, I, I actually, um, I thought that was kind of interesting because uh, it kind of leans into the him having ultimate power, kind of makes him act a little like a bit of a dick. Mm. Like he's he's just so overconfident when he has it. Yeah, kind of gets his ass kicked. Yeah. It's like an interesting character bit. I don't, I I don't know how I feel about it. I, it might be cool, but maybe I don't particularly like the execution. I don't know. Well, this is the day, like this is the the major conflict of the character that when he achieves ultimate power, it corrupts him into being the worst person. So that danger is coming to a head here. So. Maybe I mean, but like, is being like overconfident really that evil? I mean, it can be if you are, you know, it depends on what level of overconfidence he starts to exhibit. Also, doesn't that just get solved immediately when he gets his shit kicked in? Um, you'd think that, but, you know, uh, we'll see how the character stuff plays out over the rest of the show, I guess. Who knows? Like, we, we might never see Grand Geo again at the at this rate. Uh, we probably will. But, uh, okay, so, so Omazeo takes the drive power... And, uh, this wrecks up Grand Zio. Uh, so, Sogo untransforms, and Grand Zero, Grand Zio's like, You didn't get all the watches! The drive one was just, you know, you, you got that because, uh, Gates already had it, so that's why I'm better than you. And, uh, so he, he goes to blow him up, but then Waz saves him at the last second. Right. By scarfing him into another dimension or something. I, I guess just back to 2019, but right be, because of these events, it changed 2019, I guess. Uh, I was not entirely clear if this is what actually caused the change or if the time, like a time jacker thing. Oh, yeah, you're right. No, yeah, it's, it's totally Swartz. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure a time jacker thing, though that raises a lot of questions about, wait, how is time progressing in the past? And the present at the same time, because time. Well, no, it, it's like <laughs> it's like in the Flash, where like it's it's more about character timelines than the timeline in general. Well, right. right. Yes, it, it's it it's relatively straight in the show because we follow the characters' timelines. So we just assume their personal timelines are independent of the world timeline. Right. So uh, after Waz scarfs uh, uh scarfs Sogo back into the past. He bows before Omazeo, and Omazeo's like, oh yeah, thanks for not letting me kill myself. That might have caused some problems. I, I I don't know what like Omazeo's up to, to be frank. Right. Yeah, it is kind of weird. Like, it, it's weird because I also know how it ends. Spoilers, I know how it ends. And it's just <laughs> weird, like... So, Chris, at this point, do you know who the big bad of this show is? Uh, I assume it's Swartz, but I haven't read any spoilers or anything, so no. Okay. You are correct. Okay. 
I feel like it's been fairly clear it's been Swartz ever since they the the reveal that he's the one who told uh Sogo to be a king when he was a kid. Right. That made it fairly clear that like this is the guy. There's also just like but Omazio's still like a thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they could still be like Omazio could play into the rest of this in an interesting way, but we we'll have to find that out, I guess. But uh, Sogo wakes up on a cobblestone street in the woods, and is uh, in, he's like sort of in the woods, and he immediately sees a big um, statue with all of the other writers. Uh, it, it's supposed to be a mirror of the pl- like the big statue of him in the future, where it says commemorating the first transformation of Toku the Sogo, except this one has. Uh, do you remember this guy's name, Garrett? Because I can't remember. Uh, Hiryu Kaka- Kawagawa. Yeah. Hir- Hiryuki? Or Hiryu? Yeah, Hiryu. Uh, Kakagawa. Yeah. Th- this is commemorating the first transformation of Kakagawa, and it's got all the another writers on it. This is the guy who was another Zio a few episodes ago. Yeah. But, but does it have all of them, Chris? Where's another decade, uh, Chris? I didn't actually count... Where's another decade, Chris? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. I mean, some of them are behind the statues, so. Where's another decade, Chris? Wait, hold on. Didn't we not? Didn't another decade never exist? There never wasn't another decade. Exactly. That's the point I'm making. Oh, okay. Yeah, they they don't introduce any new another writers other than another ZO two. So I'm guessing we're just not going to have it another decade because he's he's weird. <laughs> good good explanation. <laughs> right. Um so yeah, Soga's like, well, that looks fucked up. Uh I should probably go find out what's going on. So then he goes back to the 9 to 5 and is attacked with a radish. Uh, the camera also zooms out right before the intro, showing a forest, like, in the middle of Tokyo, and Tokyo is, like, on fire and stuff. Yes, also that. I wonder if, like, I wonder if the forest is supposed to be, like, uh, Helheim from Gaim, and it's starting to show that shit's just being more fucked up. Oh, I hadn't thought about that, but yeah, it does kind of look like that. I don't know, whenever I see a forest in Kamen Rider now, I'm just like, is this a reference to Helheim? Uh, though Helheim d- was always shot in that weird way where, like, the edges of the frame would be blurred. Well, no, th- that's when you're in, like, alternate dimension Helheim. Oh, there's a, there's a regular dimension Helheim? Uh, like, kind of. Okay. I, I didn't watch all of Gaim, so I'll trust you on this one. But, uh, yeah, Soka walks out of the forest and is like, uh, whoa, there's, like, dudes with assault rifles running around, and a lot of buildings are blown up, and what the hell is going on? Yep. And then he heads back to the 9 to 5 and gets attacked by a daikon. And we we see, uh, Tsukasa in his regular outfit with a camo jacket and helmet on top of it. It's so good. De- decade is just the best in this episode in these episodes he is pretty fun of these ones yeah at the nine to five there are a bunch of injured people uh being taken care of and sogo's uncle tries to kill him with a daikon radish it's real good 
Also, I feel um, like Sogo could have avoided a lot of problems by just saying his name instead of going, it's me. Yeah, I, I was also like, um, say your name, buddy. I, I was definitely waiting for the bit when he was like, come on, don't don't you remember your brother or sisters? I, th- I think, I think, uh, I think uh, uncle's his dad's brother, I believe. I believe so, yeah. Um, yeah, don't, yeah, I'm your brother's kid, don't you know, or whatever, but he never says that. Uh, after Sogo figure, uh, hears on the radio, Sukiyomi announces that, uh, uh, she's calling for help from other Resistance members since one of the other Resistance safe houses is being attacked. Apparently, we are back in a Resistance versus Zeo setting. Yep. So, so remember the beginning of the show? Let's just do that again. Let's just take back everybody's character development. <laughs> Remember, remember what? Remember that Gates was good for a while. Nope, we got to reverse it. It's too late. Uh, he's he's not as much of a dick in this universe because he turns around pretty quickly. I mean, I they just compressed like forty episodes of of him that's turning true. around. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, but uh, okay. So in his uh, when uh, Sogo runs out to go help the uh help the other safe house his uncle's like man he sure does talk to me like he he was awfully familiar with me that's rude for a kid these days because uh uh his uncle is dumb in the same way that he has been dumb for the whole show so that's cute into it yeah uh then we cut to another kiva and another o's they are wrecking a underground parking garage that a bunch of people have tents in yep Man, for like half a second, I was like, is Sogo going to use the Kiva watch to defeat Kiva? And then I'm like, oh, wait, we're in the end of uh, the show. We don't do armors anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that doesn't happen. <laughs> uh, also, in a, uh, the Kiva armor is extremely disappointing, so it's better that he didn't. We've never seen the Kiva armor, so who knows? R- right, but there was that toy, or it was like concept art of it. Oh. It was super lame. Uh, oh, oh, it's got the chain on the leg, though. The chain on the leg is cool, but Kiva has, like, the most extra design work in the entire franchise, and it's just, uh, I don't know, the armor being so disappointing is very sad to me. That's probably fair. But anyway, yeah, Sogo jumps down, he kicks, uh, yeah, another uh, another Kiva is about to kill Sukiyomi, so he saves her, and is like, hey, Sukiyomi, are you okay? And she's like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. Uh, she still has her time stop powers, though, which she uses when Kiva is going to stab her to death. Yeah, Sukiyomi's still just kind of, like, bad as a character, even, even erased. Uh, I mean, she does okay in these episodes. She's kind of confused, which is, yeah. Well, everyone is confused because Sogo keeps talking about things that they do Well, everybody's confused, but, like, she becomes the damsel again. Eh, kinda. Yeah, they do do that a bit in And uh, she does, like, episode. she feels like the emotion role. It's like, no, let's let's trust what this weird boy is saying. Well, that's what she was doing at the beginning of the show. So, yeah, they're briefly playing through their dynamic. From the very beginning of the show. Well, again. I mean, it still wasn't good in the beginning of the show. 
I am a little disappointed we never got to, we didn't really get many episodes of that turnaround where Tsukiyomi was like, we need to fucking kill Sogo. Oh, when he got Geo 2 and that happened for yeah. like two seconds. Yeah, yeah, they should have done a couple more episodes of that. When when Sogo was just like, yeah, I learned to accept both my sides. I'm I'm even stronger now. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, there, uh, Gates does do a pretty cool move where he, uh, kicks, uh, he's fighting another O's and he, like, uh, kicks him and pins him against the wall. And then while he's holding his, holding his leg against O's and against the wall, he spins his belt to do the time burst and it just sends a surge of lightning down his leg that blows up another O's. That is real cool. It's a cool move, yeah. Uh, and they, yeah, uh, Sogo does ZO2 to fight another Kiva. He uh, pulls out his sword, takes him out pretty quick, and instead is like, uh, hey guys! And they immediately start shooting him in the face. Yep. Yeah. And then Gates Tsukiyomi, tries to kill him. Yeah, Tsukiyomi fires phones him, and Gates is, uh, comes at him like, uh, hey, we're the Resistance. We're here to kill Zio. You're Zio. Yep. And then, um, Uru shows up and stops time and is like, hey, you might want to, like, uh, uh, run, get, leave now. Uh, and he stops time at the last second. Like, Gates is about two inches away from Buzz sawing Sogo's head off. Well, yeah, because, like, it, it's it's a time jacker. Right. They're not going to like helping Geo. <gasps> yeah, they're going to wait until the last second, because that's what they do. Uh, apparently Tsukiyomi and Gates do still know what a time jacker is, though, so... Right, that's still a thing that exists, and... Well, I guess, like, the time jackers are kind of, like, servants to another Geo in this world? Kind of, yeah. So, uh, who knows what their history is like, but apparently they've been around. Uh, and so, next scene is, um, Ur-Ura and Schwartz on a roof having a brief conversation... Or implies that this is what happens when Swartz succeeded at uh, making another Zeo the new king. I, I feel like that's kind of like, they're not very good at making kings if their replacement king is just another version of the current king. <laughs> right. Um, I guess he's slightly more controllable than Sogo was, but I, it's still not clear what they want to get out of this, so we don't really know. If this is better for them in any way. Apparently Aura is unsatisfied with uh, the fact that Swartz has been the one who knows what is going on. And she's like, we were supposed to be equal partners in all this. Uh, and I'm wondering, uh, she shouldn't you have brought this up at some point before? Because Swartz has been bossing you guys around for a long time. Yeah, I don't know. They're not okay. the best at that kind of thing. Right. Uh, Tsukiyomi and Gates go back to 9 to 5, and they have a brief conversation with Sogo's uncle, uh, where they're like, they're just talking about, um, that guy didn't seem like an evil overlord, really. Sogo, nah, he's not evil. Uh, Gates is like, uh, nope, he's Zio, he's definitely evil. Uh, the Timejacker helped him. I, we don't really need to consider other possibilities. Because that's that's what Gates was like when he showed up at the beginning of the show. Yeah, it, it's it's early Gates again. 
I guess Soma or Sogo is just uh wandering around after this, trying to figure out what the heck he's gonna do next. Cause uh, he, he like crouches down next to a stream and is like staring at a. I, I do like the image of the bicycle that's in like the the water that's running over concrete. Yeah, it's like a good visual symbol of the this destroyed world. Uh, Waz shows up and Sogo's like, uh, Waz, everything is fucked up. What is going on? Waz, please explain. And Waz is just like, well, I have a new overlord now. <laughs> I'd like you to uh, meet him. Is is this when he says that Sogo's future isn't in the book anymore? Or does he say that later on? I think it's here. It, he does say that at some point. The Twilight Chronicle does not have Sogo's history in it anymore. Which I'm like, okay, you say that, that like that probably hasn't happened like fifty hundred times already. <laughs> I am definitely wondering, like, wait a minute, they haven't messed up time enough that he wasn't in there before. I'm pretty sure it's definitely happened before. Also, the uh, the inability of the Twilight Chronicle to deal with uh, things happening makes me much less confident in its accuracy at this point. Aura is also here. And uh, they're, yeah, Sogo's just shocked to see them all working together. And then they fight. Yeah, the another Z, another Zio guy, which, as we established, we, the audience, already know, and Sogo still remembers. Uh, he shows up, he apparently is still mad at Sogo, which is weird, because it kind of seemed like they had resolved their issues last time they left off. But, yeah, this uh, is like the if sogo speech did not work right yes <laughs> his little pep talk about uh you know how we can all work together and do be okay with the power of friendship and mindfulness did not really take with this guy so he decided to be an evil king yes also this is kind of unrelated but do you know what the translation of the book was has is called uh, I thought it was Twilight Chronicle. Wasn't that what they said at the beginning of the show? The wiki says it's the Oma Advent Calendar, and I love that. Okay. <laughs> As in, it's got it's got like a little piece of candy in it for every day until Oma Zio shows up? I can only hope. <laughs> That's a real good name. <laughs> Uh, now I'm disappointed that Waz hasn't been pulling out, like, tiny, like, candy and little toys out of it for the whole show. Oh, man, that would have been real good, too. Like, I, I don't know if this is true or not, but I, I love I love that it would be called that. <laughs> that is a pretty fun name. Uh, they do have a brief flashback to when uh, Hiryu and Tsukasa had their big conversation at the end of the last time they met. Just in case you forgot or you didn't see that one. Though, honestly, they don't fill this in enough for anyone who didn't see those episodes to really relate to what's going on here. They're they're pretty much relying on you still knowing their emotional conflict from before. Yeah, they're just like, hey, remember that speech? In this timeline, it didn't work. Uh, which I guess is fine. A lot of times when they've referenced things that happened before in the show, they've like relied a bit too heavily on flashbacks when it was pretty obvious what had happened. Yeah, no, it's fine. Yeah, I, I relying on continuity is okay at this point. There's a lot going on. There is. So then, then they fight. Oh my god, the Grand Zio watch. We did. I didn't get to talk about this one. I love this fucking thing. It is the best prop ever. I got you. 
<laughs> Man. I, I, I pulled out my toy last recording. So now I just have it by my desk. <laughs> the way it sets it sprays out two sets of wings with all the masks. Mm. It's mm, absurd. It's so good. It's it's the best. So you're gonna love even more that in like the V Cinema, Gates gets his own recolored version of it. Yeah, I think I've seen a picture of the uh, Gates Majesty. I think it's called yeah. version. I think you. I think I think you've seen the part where where Gates's picture is where the Kuga secondary rider should be. Oh right, yeah. Which then implies that Gates was the secondary rider of Kuga all along. <laughs> that is some interesting time shenanigans. If that's actually the case. I, I'm a little disappointed that uh, the Grand Zeo transformation doesn't do the thing it did in the in episode 40, where it goes Kuga Agito. It like it, it like says the name of all 20 writers because in like a little... it takes like two minutes. <laughs> yeah, but I think it would be fun if it did that every time. <laughs> it takes like two minutes. It does take a while. Um. Okay. I don't know if you guys talked about this. This costume. Um, it, I assume you described it, but it has tiny little three-dimensional busts of each of the upper torso, head, and arms of all 20 of the previous common Riders on it. Yep. Covering the shins, arms, chests, and there's a Zeo one on the top, on the crown of the head. Yep. Uh, I don't know how hard this thing is to maintain, when they were filming action scenes, they could have easily destroyed some of those little things because uh, they're clearly made out of plastic. There, there wouldn't be that. They, they would have been fairly easy to break. Uh, I would I'm agree. Saying. Yeah. I don't know if they were just extremely careful with them or if they made a bunch of extras of these little bust plates in order to replace ones that got messed up or whatever. But uh, it is some amazing prop work either way. Also, they all are, like, possibly also buttons. Yeah, they're all both buttons and little... Like, they're all little guys. Like, they move around. Yeah. I told Evan last time, like, that would be the best figure ever. <laughs> it It's a pretty amazing figure, I gotta say. If I ever see... If they ever have a less than $200 version of Grand Zio, I would like to get one. That's fair. I don't, I don't know if they did a Grand Zio, like, figure arts or anything. I don't think they did, actually. I really love it. It's pretty great. Um, okay, anyway. So during this fight sequence, uh, the another Zeo summons in another Agito, another Gaim, and what's Deno. the other one? Another Deno. He he just uh, summons him in. Uh, Zio, Grand Zeo brings in his uh, little Pokemon versions of Deno and Gaim, and then handles the Agito one himself. Yep, with and the he Agito just blows sword. Them yeah, he blows them all up pretty quick. Uh, and then another another Zeo is uh, just like, oh, that's nice. And he just looks at them, his little his uh, little head, what, his head clock hand things, do the rewind bit that, uh, that Sogo did whenever he was looking into the future. Except his just uh, reset stuff to back before he beat those guys. So they're fine again. Yeah, so like, can't, can't just like... Zio Geo two just like also do the same thing, like is this really that this that blah blah this big of a problem? It does seem like he could just like 
just keep using his finisher on them until another Zeo got tired of rewinding time? Or what if you just finishered another Geo first? Um, I mean, then there wouldn't be a show. That's just kind of that, that's kind of Tokusatsu rules, Garrett. I, mm, you mm, have to beat the minions first, or else you know. Says just... says who? That's <laughs> just that's how the genre works, man. Well, what if what if you just like press like all of the buttons, summon all of the riders, and take them all out at once? I assume they're saving that for the last episode. I'm willing to put down money that that does not happen. Oh, I mean, come on. He's there's got to be a bit where Sogo does like the. Oh God! You remember when when Trunks and Dragon Ball Z did that one attack where he like slapped himself a thousand times and then shot a giant fireball at somebody? Maybe. I, I'm waiting for Z- Grand Zio to do that, where he slaps all of his little buttons and has a giant army of guys. I want to see that so bad. <laughs> Did I assume they're gonna do that? Though I don't know. That would be a that would be a whole lot of suit actors to have in one scene. Yeah, so. I don't know if they have that many dudes. Yeah, I don't know if they have that. There are that many professional suit actors they could easily get a hold of. But I, mean, I guess like you could like chroma key the same ones over and over in like different suits. That's true. They could CG in some of them, which they have done for like the uh, the Agito arc and stuff. So you know they might. That's true. But yeah, I, I mean, we get the point from just seeing it happen with these couple guys. Uh, when another Zeo does his time rewrite thing where he rewrites it to where Z- uh, Grand Zeo hadn't beaten those guys, it becomes night. And then Zeo just beats them all again with the Kashink Slash, his super grand version of the Kashink Slash. And uh, then he another Zeo rewrites time again, and it is now day again. Right. And at this point, Sogo is probably realizing, like, okay, we're going to have to come up with a better plan than this. Kind of, but then, like, Sogo then gets, like, beat up real bad, and then... Yeah, they knock him back, and Tsukasa shows up. He just fucking has an AK-47, and he just blasts all of the another writers with it. I, I love that he just, like, he, like, he blows the clip... Tosses the gun down and is like, all right, let's get out of here. He's like, come on, come on, we got places to go. We got things to do. <laughs> He's still in his uh, goofy over camo on top I, of his I pink outfit. disagree with you calling it goofy. <laughs> well, he's, he's wearing an awful lot of pink for the camo to be very Magenta. <laughs> Magenta. Uh, at this point, they run into another underground garage, and Tsukasa starts telling Sogo that he sucks, because the he shouldn't be getting depressed just because his entire world is gone. Kind of, yeah. He's like, be a better king, you guy who wants to be king. Yeah, he's like, uh, you need to need to have more like self-drive and stuff. You can't rely on your friends to motivate you all the time. Yeah, did did you want to be a king before you had friends, or did you want to be king once you had friends? Which is interesting, because he did want to be a king before he had friends, but, like, his motivation has changed since the beginning of the show, so... I don't even know if it's necessarily changed. I mean, it kind of has. Like, when he doesn't have Gates and Tsukiyomi's support anymore, he kind of doesn't want it as bad at this point. Maybe? It, I don't know. It's It's interesting, for sure. 
yeah, Sukasa's Sukasa gives him a pep talk for a bit. Let's see. I forget. Do they say anything super important here? No, I think I pretty much said the things. Yeah, basically. Uh, yeah, and then he's like, "Okay, go beat up those guys, and we'll we'll talk some more." Oh yeah, because you know the writers catch up finally. So yeah. Sukasa's just like, "Hey, like, hey, we should check the underground garage that they always hide in." Yeah, they're just like, hey, uh, yeah, let's do that. So Cass is like, all right, take care of that, and we'll continue this conversation. Yeah. Uh, Sogo whips out the Grand Zeo powers again. Instead of summoning the writers, he just summons their weapons this time. And well, then, the oh, yeah. To... And then he, like, he summons, like, an after image of Agito, and then, like, mimics his kick to do the, his kick. Yeah, it, it does the, it's sort of like the, when he does Trinity power, like he sum, he summons an afterimage and then joins in the afterimage. Yes, it is kind of like um, Trinity. That's good, good answer. Yeah. Uh, and then the episode closes on Gates walking up and being like, I'm still going to kill you, though. And Sogus is like, all right, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, forty one's a pretty wild episode. Yeah, and it only gets wilder from here. Yeah, uh, this arc does not end with forty two, so we'll have to wait till next time we do Zio to find out where this goes. That's true. How dare they? How dare they break the two arc rule <laughs> or the two episode I mean, rule? Uh, I did like how um, Momotaro's uh, he he was kind of foreshadowing this a little bit when he did his whole. Uh, there's no setup for me. With me, it's just all climax. <laughs> now it's just all climax from here on out. I mean, th- that's also just a reference to things he always said in, uh, whatchamacallit, in Deno, in his own show. I, I assumed that was his catchphrase, but that is also literally what is happening in Kamen Rider Zio at this point. Yes. I mean, also, that's why, like, the, the ultimate Deno form is Deno climax form. Uh, I did. Oh, I forgot that uh, to bring up. Like, I do like how he calls the uh, when multiple people join together in a body, the dogpile form. Yeah, that was fun. It's even better uh, that he has its own dogpile form. Yeah, I am probably going to call those that from this point on. That's that's fair. Uh, though it is a shame we didn't watch that one before we saw when Kiva used his dogpile form. Oh, that's true. Anyway, okay, so. This episode just cuts right in on the fight between uh, Grain Zio and Swartz or Gates Revive. Uh, Sogo just takes the attacks from Gates. He doesn't try and fight back or defend himself at all. He just stands there and takes the attacks. Yeah, he, and, he's uh, just like I. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna have this fight. Yeah, he's like uh, yeah, and after taking a few hits. Um, he, like, crouches down, and Gates does the thing where he grabs him, and is like, Yeah, I'm super mad at you! And Sogo's like, Hey, okay, if you want to kill me, go ahead and do it. And he, he takes the Zeo belt off. Or he takes the watch out, which yeah. makes the belt disappear. And, uh, yeah, this is, you know, again, if this had happened to Gates at the beginning of the show, he would also have been confused. We... we his character's his character growth has been rewound, and he needs to relearn that Sogo is an okay guy. Yeah. So. Gasp. Shock. So yeah, Sogo's like, uh, you said that you would kill me if I became evil. So if you really think I am, then go ahead. And uh, unlike, uh, since uh, Sogo apparently forgot that he doesn't remember all the shit that happened between them, 
Uh, Gates is definitely going to do it. Like, his uh, noble sacrifice is not going to sway this guy who does not know him. Right. Uh, but fortunately, Tsukiyomi shows up and prevents him from uh, stabbing Sogo to death by stopping time with her time jacker powers. Which is good. Sogo being dead would be a problem. It would be a bit of an issue, possibly. Just a little Unless bit someone rewrote time, or he came back from another timeline or something. Like he has before. Oh, just do like the thing in the Deno episode, just keep getting copies of himself? <laughs> oh yeah, the ima- like the Imagine did. <laughs> that did uh, break, it did break a lot of rules, so it was making me wonder like, man, those other timelines must be pretty fucked up right now. Welcome to Deno. <laughs> I mean they they have a time they have a time train Chris. Uh and uh after they yeah after Tsukiyomi stops Gates there's a uh, Waz standing in the background and he briefly intros the episode saying that he now has a new overlord Kakugawa Hiryu. Yeah and, that uh, guy. Yeah. That guy sucks. Sogo is Sogo is no longer his overlord. And another writer is also showing up, but not an, another writer, just another, the common, <laughs> the common adjective, not the proper name adjective. Yup, you, you got it. <laughs> and uh, the camera pans away to common writer DN. Uh, well, he's not, he's not in his writer form, it's just the guy who is DN. He is looking at on fire Tokyo and like, huh, well, I should be able to get some decent loot from this timeline at least. Yeah. Yeah. He's in his, his, his like Christian rock band outfit. <laughs> that is a good description. I was going to say his white sport coat, but yeah. yeah, he does look like a boy band His uh, his boy band yeah. band cover or album cover outfit. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, boy band's a good one too. Christian boy band, I think is, is the pinnacle here. Yeah. Christian boy band album cover. Uh, so yeah, intro. The intro has Grand Zio in it now. I really like that. He looks super cool in the intro. That's cool. Grand Zio's pretty neat. It, it's a pretty great form. Like it is. Say. It's the most extra thing in the world, but it's super goofy. But yeah, I really love it. Yeah. A- after the intro, Sukiyomi has apparently brought Gates and Sogo back to uh the nine to five shop to to get them to like talk it out or something. Oh my god, can we talk about Tsukasa in the background of this scene, where he is just fucking around with bread? Oh yeah, yeah, he spends like the whole scene just picking like, hmm, there's a lot of bread here, I'm gonna pick out the best bread. He like steals some bread, he eats some bread, he picks out of pieces of bread he's eating, he eats more bread. (laughs) I was way more entertained by that than the conversation that was going on. Uh... The conversation going on is basically Sogo trying to be like, hey, guys, uh, this timeline is messed up. This is not the timeline I know. There was another one where we spent a lot of time together, you know, doing stuff. We're also friends with Waz. Remember Waz? And everybody's just like, nope. Who the hell is Waz? Poor Waz. Which, uh, does, yeah, they knew Waz before he did, so this timeline's different, like, pretty different from the original one, too. Yeah, I yeah because it made like well like the war started earlier I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I think the the day of, if the day of Oma or whatever happened already, then 
Yeah, that must have that happened way earlier in this timeline than it did in the other one. Do you know what my question is? What's that? What if Sogo just tried Trinity? I was actually wondering about that myself. I was thinking, like, does he still have that watch, or did it like become part of the Grand Zio watch when, when no. he got that one? No, it definitely didn't. Yeah, because he's still got the ZO2 watch separately from the Grand Zio one, so... The Grand Zio watch was specifically the 20 Heisei Rider watches. Yes, yeah, it was them, like, all kind of joining together. But uh, they haven't shown him have the Trinity watch at all, so I don't know if it still exists, or we're just gonna ignore that being a thing at this point. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, so they talk for a bit. Gates is not really very convinced by Sogo's uh, story. Um, yeah, he's just like, I'll kill Kakuyawa Hiryu and you, because I apparently hate people named Zio. This doesn't really make sense as a motivation, but whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's like, well, you have a different form that's the same name as this guy who I hate, so I'm also going to kill you. You're probably also a problem. Yeah, you're probably related to him or something, so I will not consider any logical reason why that's not the case. Uh, Sukiyomi's like, hey, we need his help. We're not going to be able to beat Hiryu, and uh, we don't have a future if we don't, so. Yeah. That's a pretty rational argument, I gotta say. And Gates is like, that's dumb. Yeah, he he gets mad and storms off. And <laughs> Some things never uh, change. Yeah, Sogo is, snipes at Tsukasa for repeatedly introducing elements of the other timeline that they don't know about. Oh yeah, also... Confusing them. <laughs> just like, the, yeah, uh, you join forces with this guy who also wants to be an overlord. <laughs> and they're just like, What? Right. Well, fuck this guy if he wants to be an overlord, too. <laughs> uh, yeah, they go back into the, the lobby, and um, Tsukiyomi asks for the first aid kit. Every, everyone else in there is pretty terrified of Sogo, because they know he's Zio at this point, and he just kind of gives him a look like, okay, guys. Which is real weird, because like, the suits are not similar in like very many ways. It's not hard to tell the difference. Right. Uh, I was kind of wondering, like, okay, so nobody has ever seen another Zio out of his transformation, so they know he could be anybody. Why do they think he's human? If they've never seen him in a human form. There's not alien common writers. <laughs> I, I mean, there could be somebody who was just a writer all the time and didn't have a secret identity. I'm not entirely clear why they think that another Zio has a secret identity, that he could, that this could be that guy. I, I like how when I said there was an alien Kamen Riders, you weren't just like, but Ginga. <laughs> we know there are, but also did that happen in this timeline? Well, yeah, because Waz has the Ginga watch still. Right, but he was in the future when time got all fucked up, so... <sighs> that might be from the original timeline. <laughs> Everything's crazy. <laughs> okay, yeah, the next sequence is, uh... We, we cut to the castle in the forest, and, uh... God dang it, I keep forgetting this dude's name. Hear you? Yeah, Hear you sits on his, on his big throne and starts uh, having a conversation with Waz... About how 
I'm totally gonna beat up Sogo and stuff. I'm just, uh, you know, not trying very hard right now. I just want to make sure he suffers real, real bad. Right. Or is sitting in the room, like, drinking something <laughs> and sniping at uh, Hiryu for being inefficient. Oh, yeah. His his pink lemonade. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Waz opens up his little his little advent calendar book and has a a brief PowerPoint in there of the opening to episode one where Omazeo was super evil. Yep. I forget why he's bothering to explain that to Hiryu. He's just explaining what Sogo's future form is and that that should probably get taken care of, I guess. Oh, right. Um, though shouldn't, shouldn't this guy already know about, uh, no, I guess, I guess he, that hadn't been introduced to him because it wasn't relevant until now. Uh, anyway, D-End just walks in and fucking just shoots out all the lights in the room and is like, hey, losers, give me that, uh, give me that Zio watch. D-End makes a real good appearance. <laughs> yeah, he kind of kicks ass. I, I uh, really like he's... his gun. His gun is real cool. His gun is always cool. And he summons in Common Rider Spectre, who I'm assuming is a secondary writer to Ghost, and Common Rider Brave, who is from X Age. Yes, right? correct. Yeah, uh, they actually fight their counterparts. Yeah, and uh, Dian just shoots a curving bullet that knocks the another Zio watch out of Hiryu's hand, and Dian is like, "Oh, hey, mine now." <gasps> yeah, he's like, "Okay, cool, got what I needed. Bye." Yeah, his plan was actually entirely successful and would have solved a lot of problems, except Swartz is sitting out in the hallway and time stops him as he runs away. Yeah, and that's disappointing. Yeah, it was like, aww. That was, uh, that seemed like it was gonna be fun, but, you know. Uh, Gara, we haven't gotten to this point in Decade where Deand has been introduced yet. What? Why the heck is he stealing all this stuff? Like, what can he do with it? Uh, he, he just likes treasures. But, like... Just having them? Yeah. Oh, so he's just like... He, he's like a, like a collector or something? Okay. Yeah, kind of. Fair enough. I didn't know if he could like sell them, or if he knew somebody who wanted them, or, or had needed the power, but okay. No, he just, he just steals things that he deems to be treasures. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Uh, Swartz hands the uh, another Zeo watch back to hear you, and then... Has a brief conversation with Dian after throwing him in a wall about how he wants him. He wants to hire Dian to work for him. Mm, it's not really a choice. Yeah, he's not really giving him the option of no. And then he grabs his hair and sends waves of pulsing whatever through his body of time jacker power. Yeah, it's not clear at this point, but yeah, he's turning him into a time jacker. Which he already felt a lot like a time jacker, so, you know, he's really just getting the power to stop time. I mean, time jacker power is pretty sweet. Yeah. We uh, cut away from that to Gates leaning against a chain link fence overlooking the ocean, uh, also in a separate album cover. <laughs> uh, he, he is moping to himself about the fact that uh, he does not relate to Sogo, even though he feels like he kind of knows him. Right. Oh, I, I forgot that uh, the Resistance members all have, like, a red band tied around their arms or legs. Yeah. Uh, and Sogo got one, too, so he's, like, a Resistance dude now. They're all a part of the SOS Brigade. Yeah, they never bring it up. It's not, like, a part of the plot or anything. It's just a background thing. Gates wears his on his leg. Yeah, because Gates always has to be different. 
well he can't he can't put it over his cool like battle cow. Yeah, his his weird jacket neck brace thingy. Uh so yeah, they're like Gates, be friends with us. Uh they being Sogo and and uh Sugiyomi, by the way. Right. And Gates is like soon, soon. But then here you shows up and uh he wants to kill he wants to kill Zio, so time for another fight scene. Zio and Hiryu fight again. Zio's using Zio 2 form, which I'm like, oh yeah, cool. He can use his his time powers to counter his time powers. That doesn't happen. Yeah, he doesn't do that, actually. Um, and he's like, oh man, I guess I had to use my cool power-up that makes all of the noises. Excuse yeah, I me. was wondering why he doesn't immediately go into Grand Zio, because uh, they're basically at a standstill with another Zio versus Zio 2. It's not but, even uh... a standstill. Sogo's just getting racked. Uh, yeah, I guess it does kind of seem like another Zio is more powerful than him at this point, with the another Zio power, which was previously established as being awesome. So I guess it does make sense that another Zio would kick the ass of everyone else in this setting. Right. Um. So he pulls out the Grand Zio watch. He's about to use it to uh, presumably win this fight, but Dn shows up, stops time, and takes the Grand Zio watch out of Sogo's hand. And Aura is like, what the fuck? Right. Yeah, Aura was like, hey, no one else is supposed to have time stoppy powers. Uh, the, fi- the fight continues to not go well for Sogo. Until Gates decides that he is going to actually help Sogo, because he apparently just hates seeing people get their ass kicked. So he turns into Revive Typhoon and flies, uh, grabs Sogo and flies him out of there. Yep. Uh, Tsukiyomi is just still standing in the background, though. Like, you know, she's trying to figure out where to go. Because then in the foreground, another Zio and Swartz have a brief conversation about what exactly they're going to do about Sogo. And Swartz ominously is like, maybe we should use her. And then and then Tsukiyomi runs out of the background. Right. Because I think, like, Swartz is referring to, like, oh, like, look, he befriended Gates again. So maybe that's right. what Swartz is like referring to. It's like, oh, he's if he, if he can make them all fight together, there might be a problem. Yeah, which is what is going to happen because that's you know that's it's a comrade show and that's what Sogo does. He's gonna bring all his friends back and then they're gonna get all the power back and be fine, presumably. At least I hope so. Right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they um. After, yeah, Gates lands them on a roof, they detransform and have a brief conversation where Sogo talks fondly about their memories together. And uh, Gates is kind of like, oh, that does sound kind of sweet. Uh, if they kissed here, it would be perfect, but they don't do that. No. Yeah, that, that's in the that's in the Blu-ray. Right. Uh, Sogo does bring up that um, Gates always hated it when Waz called him Sogo's retainer. And Gates is like, hey, hey, I'm no one's retainer. And they, they both, well, Sogo laughs about it, and Gates just does his small smile and glower thing that he does when he's happy. Yeah, Gates is just like, or Sogo's just like, yep, that that's what you do. And Gates is like, <laughs> damn it, played right into this. Fuck. I guess Gates this gets is a phone fine. call from Tsukiyomi that's like, uh, hey guys, while you're off having character development, I'm getting chased by monsters. Yeah. I mean, she she, she just used her time jacker powers, froze time, and then left. Yeah, it's not exactly clear why she doesn't do that. 
because uh, another build is trying to grab her. She shoots it with the Fize phone. That doesn't work very well. Then another Kabuto shows up, and they both uh, they both grab her. Hiryu is there, and they're like, we're going to use Tsukiyomi as bait to lure in Sogo. Great. Great. Right. But uh, Tsukasa is not here for that shit. He shows up. He's got a handgun. He does a roundhouse kick, and sh- apparently regular bullets work on the Another Riders. Th- they're Sukasa magic bullets? <laughs> he actually turns into Common Rider Decade, which is cool. We haven't seen that in a while. Yep. Gates tries to say that he's pink, which is incorrect. <laughs> right, yeah. That's the, the joke we were doing earlier, by the way. But yeah. Gates says, hey, who's the pink guy? And Sogo's like, he's, he's going to get mad if you say that. It's Magenta. It's Magenta. Also, this is Decade. Or Tsukasa. Right, right. Yeah, so they all show up. They're, it's ZO2, Decade, and Gates Revive versus another ZO2. Hey, Chris, for a remember brief when Gates here. Revive was supposed to kill its user? I do remember that. I was wondering if they were going to bring that up again. They do not. Yeah, d- Sogo decides to run off and get Tsukiyomi because the uh, another writers dragged her off while they were having this fight. Right. So, yeah. They're down one, but uh, uh I like I do like how Decade says to Gates, "Oh, you finally decided to play sidekick, huh?" And he gets indignant and says, "You're the sidekick here." Gates is the sidekick here. Let's be serious. Yeah, Gates is the sidekick. I'm sorry, Gates, but you're a sidekick. So yeah, they they fight another geo and it doesn't go like super well but yeah he starts spinning his clock hand lance thing at one point and manages to like fend off most of their attacks yeah which is yeah he he does the so dark mall <laughs> yeah uh Tsukiyomi does actually use her time jacker powers to stop time right before she gets grabbed by the another riders but then or but... is right there to just undo it yeah he un time jackers them and then he time jackers Tsukiyomi, which I I didn't know their powers worked on each other. Had that happened up until this point? Uh yeah, because didn't Swartz freeze both Uru and uh Aura? Oh yeah, I guess that's true. So yeah, okay, that happened. And then like Ur uses time jacker powers to make a rope to tie up Tsukiyomi. Uh, like a laser rope? Yeah. Laser rope. Um, we have seen Time Jacker powers be lasers a couple times, so I guess that's just a thing. Yeah. And Sogo gets there, but then Gates, or no, then Waz is like, don't worry, I got this. And then Uru... Is he? Yeah, that's what he says. Well, kinda. Because like, they have like a bit of a conversation where Sogo says, I, d- I really don't want to fight you, Waz. And Waz is just, oh, I don't want to fight you either, but right, I'm right. doing this thing now. Right, right. We, we didn't get to that point yet. At the oh, beginning, okay. he tells Uru, this like, don't worry, I got this, and then Uru leaves, and then they have that conversation. Oh, okay, I gotcha. I thought you were saying that Waz said that to Sogo. No. Yeah. Waz is just like, I, I actually don't want to fight you. You have just not really figured out that I'm actually still on your side yet. This is kind of just like a test you gotta pass. He kind of implies that. He doesn't directly say it. Because Sogo would probably get it if he just said it. Right. Which yeah. I just can't say it. So then he just walks off. Yeah, he holds up the Ginga watch, kind of implying that, you know, there's an implied threat there if Sogo keeps coming after them. I mean, Ginga is pretty OP. Yeah, Ginga's pretty awesome. 
I don't know if Zeo 2 would be able to beat Ginga. Maybe? I don't know. Well, probably not, because Sogo has not remembered how Geo 2 works. Yeah, he hasn't actually used Zeo 2's special ability at all yet in this timeline. There's a brief scene between Aura and D. I forget who Dieng is. His uh, Kaito? Name. Yeah, Kaito. Between, uh, Kaito is tossing the Grand Zeo watch up, and, uh, Aura's just like, hey, what the hell? What, why are, why did you get this power and stuff? Um, and Kaito's just like, uh, Swords gave it to me, you know? That's just how it is. She looks pretty upset, but Aura's taking Tsukiyomi into the castle. Swartz reveals that Tsukiyomi is his younger sister, and they go to the go to the ending. Yeah. Everybody's shocked, and they're like, oh, and then it ends. Yeah. Um, we already knew that, right? Yeah, it was in the preview from the previous episode. Okay. And also, like, when they showed the future in that one episode, it was pretty clear. Yeah. It, it just wasn't really a surprise, is my point. Also, they, uh... At the end, where they usually show the watches, they show another watches right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I do like the bit, because doesn't the, the central one starts out as the Zeo watch? And yeah, then and then like it changes in the, the, in the first episode, yeah. That was a nice touch. That's pretty good. I like those little production design bits that show that people are putting in some efforts there to make everything work together. Agreed. Uh, the preview looks pretty fun. Like, all the writers are in it, and yep. it looks like things are going to be pretty exciting. Also agreed. Uh, so, I'm looking forward to next time we talk about Zio. Same. And, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, these were some episodes. That that happened. Man, that was a lot, wasn't it? I feel like I was kind of blazing through the plot, and it still took an hour to describe it. <laughs> There's a lot that goes on. Like, we're now just, like, at, like, the tail end of Geo, so. Yeah, it said, all climax from here. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I guess. Did you have anything else uh, you wanted to talk about? I, I mean, I enjoyed these episodes. Did you? Uh, I thought they were good for the most part. Um, I mean, just like my issues are like, Tsukiyomi is a bad character in the show, and that's super disappointing. I don't think she's bad overall, but yeah, damsling her again is a little lame. I mean, I'm kind of hoping this is the last time to do that. Like, really, guys. Um, uh, I, I guess, like, resetting gates again was a little bit like, eh, but, you know, hey, they, they progressed past that fairly quickly. I so, mean, yeah. I, I can't even be mad at resetting gates again at this point, because it's happened, like, four times. Gates is a very stubborn boy. He doesn't like to learn things, so it's kind of in character for him. Yeah, it's just kind of fine. Um, I'm still kind of iffy about, like, how, how, like, overconfident Sogo was with the with the Grand Z- Geo stuff. I I am curious how close they're going to go to him being actually evil before the end of the show. Right. Um. And uh, I, I they probably need to give Hiryu like a bit or two because if he's evil again, we should probably learn something about that. I mean, I I, I kind of explained it. It's just like. What are you doing giving that bullshit ideology? You don't know what it's like to not be a cool common Rider King. <laughs> it's true. Um, yeah. yeah I, I feel like if uh, 
Like, Sogo needs to actually bring this guy into his friend circle if he's going to tell the guy, it's okay that no one cared about you, like, someone cared about me. Like, right. he, he needs to actually be there for the guy then. Right. So, if this is kind of the consequence of him, like, whitewashing his hands of that situation, I, I think that would be interesting. I don't know if they're going to go that direction with it, but it would be interesting. Yeah. You know what else was silly? The um, Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker was extremely silly. Yeah, say. yeah, that was a very silly movie. I watched it last night, so I've been thinking about it. Okay, you know what else is is well, no, it's not even silly. You know what's a bad movie, Chris? What's that? Cats. Oh, did you guys go see it? Yeah, I saw Cats. Holy crap, man! Dude, Cats. cats. Uh, man, Cats is awful. <laughs> Uh, Cats is going to be, like, a legend from here on, because that is the only reason it exists. It is... Man. Yeah, that will be occupying many, many, many a bad movie night and YouTube video or whatever for the next couple decades. Just, just why? Uh, they spent $90 million to make that movie, you know? Why? <laughs> because Tom Hooper... I. He won an Oscar for the King's Speech, and he made that crappy Les Mis movie that actually was uh, fairly financially successful. So people apparently think he's a good director. He is not. Those other movies he made were also bad. He is on a three bad movie streak now, so, you know. Cats. <laughs> uh, yeah. Cats. Also, just the entire production design was just misguided and weird. Yeah. Cats. <laughs> yeah cats cats be like that yeah anyway it's a <laughs> podcast it's on the internet at dreamthroughduckcast.com where there's link to things just like twitters and all that other stuff we're on spotify now chris did you know we're on spotify i didn't know that actually we're on spotify we should try. I I think uh, Fletch said he had problems with Stitcher because that's the one that I usually use to stream my podcasts. Oh, I I, th- I thought I, we're on Stitcher. Uh, you have going digital on Stitcher. I don't know if we have this show on Stitcher yet. I mean, I I did absolutely nothing to get going digital on Stitcher. So, oh okay, <laughs> fair enough. So I feel like it should just be there like magic. Boy, it is real weird that if I search DecaCast on Stitcher, Going Digital comes up. Do you have it in, like, the info, the meta tags for that show? Maybe. Oh, yeah, I guess I did. It was in the, it pulled up the show notes from one episode, which is, like, super weird. Uh, so, uh, sorry if y'all missed me and my sweet, sweet voice last week. I was, uh, we've been visiting with friends for the holiday season. So How fucking dare nice. you? Yeah. How yeah. dare you? <laughs> me and Garrett watched the first four-ish episodes of Zero One when he was over here, so we should probably, we could do an episode on that sometime. Yeah, we'd probably have to watch more, because, like, I talked with Fletch about the first, like, four episodes of Zero One. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, I do remember seeing that in an dis- episode description once. Zero One's really good. Spoilers. Yeah, it does have a really... It has a really strong start. Character motivations are very clear. And, like, conflict is interesting. It reminds me of the beginning of Zio, which I also like. 
correct. What? No, no. It, zero one makes sense, Chris. I. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the universe that it is set in, the setting makes more sense than the universe of Zio. But in terms of character motivations and like clarity of drama, it reminds me of what I liked about the beginning of Zio. Okay, fine. I guess I'll allow it. It's fine. It's fine. Fine. It is true, the setting makes a whole lot more sense, though. <laughs> Anywho, uh, next time we'll probably talk about some Kiva. That's a show that still exists that we're watching. Right, yeah, Kiva. I was wondering if we should do like a year-end thing where we like talked about anime or games we were playing or something, just as a change of pace. Uh, if you want that, I guess send us an email or something. Yeah, or, uh, or tweet us or do something. Yeah, you could do that. Whichever way you wish to communicate with uh, us is fine. Yep. But yeah, I think we could probably close it out there for the week. I agree. Until next time, uh, we've just done a Passing Through podcast. Remember that. Sayonara, y'all. Oh, yeah. Deca- he's decades of the line this episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he did. Passing Through writer.